السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمد الکریم اما بعد فعود بلّہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم ربش رحلی صدری ویسرلی امری وحل العقد من لسانی یفقہ قولی اللہ مہدی قلبی وسد لسانی وسف الصیمت قلبی امین رب العالمین لسن نمبر سکسٹین verses 104 to 112 we will do the translation open up your books please i want to hear you nice and loud say a'udhu billah together okay ya ayyuha alladhina amanu la taqulu ra'ina wa qulu انظرنا واسمعوا وللكافرين عذاب اليم ما يود الذين كفروا من اهل الكتاب ولا المشركين ان ينزل عليكم من خير من ربكم والله يختص برحمته من يشاء والله ذو الفضل العظيم ما ننسخ من آية أو ننسها نأتي بخير منها أو مثلها ألم تعلم أن الله على كل شيء قدير ألم تعلم ان الله له ملك السماوات والارض وما لكم من دون الله من ولي ولا نصير ام تريدون ان تسالوا رسولكم كما سئل موسى من قبل ومن يتبدل الكفر بالإيمان فقد ضل سواء السبيل ود كثير من أهل الكتاب لو يردونكم من بعد إيمانكم كفارا حسدا من عند أنفسهم من بعد ما تبين لهم الحق فاعفوا واصفحوا حتى يأتي الله بأمره 
ان اللہ علا کلی شعی ان قدیر و عقیم اصلاط و آتو ازکات و من خیر تجدوه عند الله ان الله بما تعملون بصير وقالوا لن يدخل الجنه الا من كان هودا او نصارى تلك امانيهم قل هاتوا برهانكم ان كنتم صادقين بلى من اسلم وجهه لله وهو محسن فله اجره عند ربه ولا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون Is there a difference between speaking loudly and yelling? Or are they the same? Is there a difference? Like for example, if I am talking like this, I am talking loudly. But if I'm talking like that, I'm shouting. Is there a difference? Do we know the difference? Okay. The Qur'an should be recited loudly. It should not be shouted Alright? And that includes saying the translation also. So while I want you to be nice and loud, I don't want you to shout. Okay? Because while shouting may be funny, it can be disrespectful. Okay? Cool? You understand or no? Yes? Okay, alhamdulillah. Alright, let's begin. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا O you who have believed لَا تَقُولُوا رَاعِنَا Do not say رَاعِنَا وَقُولُوا And instead you should say أُنظُرْنَا You should say أُنظُرْنَا Not رَاعِنَا Who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressing over here? The believers And how does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala address the believers? يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا What does this mean? Ya ayyuha means oh, oh you who. And the purpose of saying ya ayyuha is to call someone to grab their attention, to make them attentive. Like for example, when you're talking to somebody and you want them to pay attention to you, what do you do? What do you say? Yo, you, hey, things like that. You want to make sure that they are listening to you. They're fully attentive. So, why would somebody address you in this way? Because they want to tell you something that is very important. Something that you cannot afford to miss. Because if you miss out on it, then you will never know. And if you don't know, then you won't be able to do it. And if you don't do it, 
then you are harming yourself. You see, there are some things which if we miss out on, it's okay, we'll survive. Like for example, Sister Saadia made an announcement for the Eid party. Did everybody hear the announcement? Yeah, I see some people looking at me like, Eid party? What are you talking about? There was an announcement made, but I know that everybody did not hear it. Now, if you did not hear about the Eid party, it's okay. What's the worst that will happen? You'll miss it, or you'll come to class and find out, wow, there's a party today. But there are some other things which if you miss, you're in trouble. Like for example, if there's an announcement made for the test, hmm? we have a test coming up. This is just an example. Okay? If the person makes the announcement that we have a test coming up, it's on this day from this verse to that verse. You didn't hear it. And you come to class completely unprepared. You don't have the option to not write the test. You have to write the test. And you write the test. You pass, but not with great marks. So you suffered. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Then, Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu said that when you hear, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا فَأَرْعِهَا سَمْعَكَ Then, pay attention. Pay a lot of attention. Because either Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling you to do something good, or He is telling you to stay away from something that's harmful for you. So you better pay attention and understand this so that you can follow. So over here, what is the instruction that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving to the believers? The instruction is, لا تقولوا Do not say. What should you not say? The word ra'ina. Instead, you should say, unzurna. Why? What does this mean? There is a particular background to this command. And that background is that whenever the Prophet ﷺ was talking to the companions, and the companions, you know, if they missed out on something, they didn't fully understand it, they would say, ra'ina. What does the word ra'ina mean? Ra'ina is from the root letters ra'inya. And ra'i is to take care of a living creature. Ra'i is called a shepherd because he looks after a living animal. And in order to look after a living creature, you have to pay attention. And you have to do it with care and concern. So ra'ina, Arabs would say ra'ina to somebody as a request of you know, could you pay attention to us? As in, you know, for example, you say to somebody, excuse me, what did you say? You understand? So this is why the Arabs would say ra'ina. So the Sahaba used the same word ra'ina when they misunderstood something or they missed out on something. So they would say to the Prophet ﷺ, ra'ina. Now what happened is that the Ahlul Kitab, the people of the book who were in Medina, when they heard the Muslims saying ra'ina to the Prophet ﷺ, they had a lot of fun. Because they changed the word ra'ina just slightly and it would completely mess up the meaning. How? Instead of saying ra'ina, they would say ra'ina. And ra'ina means our shepherd. Alright? So basically, this was like a way of insulting the Prophet ﷺ where they said ra'ina, 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 making fun of him. Shepherd, oh you shepherd, oh you shepherd. They were kind of insulting him. Or, 
they studied as ra'ina ra'ina and ra'ina what does that mean without the alif it means oh you foolish person it's from the word ra'una ra'ina means hey, you fool so they instead of saying ra'ina properly they would say ra'ina or ra'ina now this is something very hurtful right when somebody is mispronouncing the words to attack you secretly in an overt way so what happened ya ayyuhalladhina amanu allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says la taqulu ra'ina don't say this even because when people can misuse the word then don't even give them a chance to use that word instead you should say unzurna now what does the word unzurna mean from nadara nun zara nadara is to wait for somebody all right or to look at somebody so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said you should say unzurna that please wait for us and you could translate this in your language as i beg your pardon you know for example if your brother said something to you you didn't really catch what he said what would you say to him what but if your teacher says something if your principal says something what would you do pardon me is there a difference is there a difference would you say to your principal what would you say that to your principal no it's not respectful it shows equality ra'ina is like that it shows equality unzurna is a more respectful way you get it it's a more respectful way so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving such a beautiful command over here that first of all we learn from this that choose your words carefully don't use words that could give a different negative meaning you know for example even when it comes to giving names to children the scholars say that you should always be sensitive about the place that you're in that can the name mean a different thing in another language you know, like for example one of the shayukh he mentioned that somebody came up to him and he said that you know i want to give her a certain name and my family is saying don't give her that name so he said what is that name he said crazy All right which means rosy cheeked and he said yes don't give that name please right because while you may say kurazi right other people will say something else likewise the name paul in english if an arab would hear that he would say baul right and that means urine okay so be sensitive that where words can be you know made fun of be sensitive so be wise about the words that you choose so that's one lesson we learn over here and secondly we see that if somebody is distorting your words your language ignore them change your strategy leave something that's causing problems and do something different so here the muslims are not told that oh when the ahlul kitab misuse the word ra'ina and they mispronounce it you should correct them no what have the muslims been told leave that word altogether and use a different word unzurna so that they cannot twist it and then the muslims are told wasma'u and listen what does this mean listen attentively so you don't have to ask the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam to repeat or to clarify 
you should be paying attention in the first place so you don't have to ask the Prophet ﷺ to unzurna. Right? Listen. وَلِلْكَافِرِينَ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ And for those who deny is a painful punishment. Meaning, you leave them to their Lord. Whatever crimes they're committing, direct or indirect, they're hurting you directly or indirectly, leave that to God. He will take care of them. As for you, you fix your actions. So that people don't get a chance to make fun of you. Then you wonder that why why would they do that to the Muslims? Like for example, it may happen with you. That you say one thing, and a person who doesn't like you, completely misportrays what you said. Like for example, somebody offers you some dates at the time of iftar, and you're like, no thank you. You don't want it. Why do you not want it? Because you don't want to go to the bathroom and rinse your mouth. You just want to break your fast with water, pray salah, and then eat your food. But what happens, another person sitting there, who's always got a problem with you, says to you, well, why don't you eat dates? Don't you know the Prophet ﷺ used to eat dates? Are you going to leave the sunnah? And they keep attacking you, one thing after the other. So, I mean, you wonder what's wrong with them. I just said, I don't want dates, and this person is going off at me. Like, what's going on? So, why is it that some individuals are constantly attacking you? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains that ma yawaddu. There's a deeper problem here. And what is that deeper problem? That ma yawaddu, he does not like at all. This is from the root letters, wa dal dal, to badly like something. So, ma yawaddu ladina kafaru, those who deny, min ahlil kitab, from the people of the book, Walal mushrikeen, nor the idolaters. So two groups of people are mentioned over here. Those who deny from the people of the book, meaning those who deny the Prophet ﷺ from the people of the book, meaning from the Jews and the Christians. Secondly, the mushrikeen, those who worship idols. Neither of them like on that yunazzala alaykum, that there should be sent down on you, min khayrin, any good min rabbikum from your Lord. They don't like that you should be given any revelation. They don't like that Allah has given you the Qur'an. This is the problem. So, they don't like that you have been given the Qur'an. Why? Because they were expecting that the last revelation would be given to them. But it has been given to who? The Arabs. So, this is the real problem. They're jealous. Wallahu yakhtasu. But the thing is that Allah chooses, and the word yakhtasu is from kha sad sad. Khasa yakhusu is to choose, to select. Bi rahmatihi with his mercy, may yasha, whoever he wants. Meaning, if Allah has chosen Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be his prophet, and Allah has given him revelation, it's because Allah chose him out of his mercy. And who can Allah choose? Whoever that he wants. It's not up to us to decide who Allah should give a certain blessing to and who Allah should not give a certain blessing to. This is Allah's decision. It's His decision. Like for example, did it ever happen with you that you always had a problem with your older brother or older sister? Like, why is she older than me? Like, I remember growing up, I always had this feeling like, you know what, in two years, I'll be the same age as my sister. But then she's going to be two years more older than me. So this would make me so upset that I will never be the same age as my sister. And it used to bother me. I used to get so upset about that. 
But then I got over it that this is life. So this is the thing. It's not up to us to decide who gets what. Who decides that? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So should we be jealous then of what Allah has given to different people? No. There's no benefit in being jealous. No benefit at all. Jealousy is not going to get you anything. It's only going to burn you from inside. It's only going to make you unhappy. When you see something that Allah has given to a person, when you see somebody with something, first of all remember that Allah gave it to them. Secondly remember that while Allah gave them this, He gave me something else. So instead of looking at what other people have, I should be enjoying what Allah has given me. And thirdly, remind yourself that I am not them and they are not me. We are not meant to be carbon copies of each other. If life was like that, it would be so boring. Really. If every person had the exact same thing, can you imagine how boring life would be? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept differences between His people. And these differences are all material. I mean, they're in terms of physical, worldly things. Some people have been given more, some people have been given less. Some people have been given one thing, other people have been given something different. So, let us stop focusing on what others have and let's focus on what we have. Because if we focus on what others have, you know what's going to happen? It's going to make us jealous, it's going to make us unhappy. And it's going to make us do the most craziest of things. Like for example, when children are jealous, sometimes even adults are jealous. I should stop talking about children. Let's talk about adults. When adults are jealous of each other, what happens? Competition. Like what? What kind of competition? Think of it. Think about your life. Or think of things that you deal with. So for example, in school, you see somebody, they're like the cool person. Everybody wants to hang out with them. And you thought you were the best because you're the king at home or you're the queen at home. You're the daddy's princess and everything else. What happens at school, nobody's looking at your cool bag. Nobody's commenting on your cool clothes. And all the attention seems to be going to who? To another person. Is this going to lead to a problem? Like this feeling of jealousy that why aren't people paying attention to me? Is this going to lead to a problem? Yes. Like for example, bullying. Or spreading rumors, false things about other people. Jealousy is a fire. Jealousy is a fire. And that fire, it makes you do things that you should not be doing. It makes you say things that you should not be saying. I remember once there was this particular individual, they were jealous of somebody, and they damaged their car because of jealousy. You see this in movies also, you know, where there's two people, where there's an individual, he's jealous that his friend, you know, was supposed to be his friend, won the car race, so like that grudge is there for like years and years. And then what happens? Another car race and somebody dies and then there's, uh, you know, hiding of that crime and then one leads to something else. You're familiar with these stories, right? Where jealousy can lead to murder. 
it can lead to many crimes. So seek refuge with Allah against jealousy. Even little children, you know what they will do when they feel jealous? They will hit each other. Have you ever seen toddlers like pushing babies? Or like, you know, they'll just come out of nowhere running, smack the baby, pull the hair, poke the eyes. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? You know, you're supposed to be a pure human being. Like, where is this coming from? Where is it coming from? All of a sudden, they're not that important. This new baby is who everybody looks at and everybody picks up. So there's competition now. What happened with Iblis? Was he jealous of Adam a.s.? So what happened then? Allah ordered him to prostrate to Adam and Iblis refused to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So jealousy is something evil. Look at what happened to the Bani Israel. They saw the Prophet ﷺ, recognized him, jealous, refused to believe in him. And then they did such lowly things. Where they, instead of saying ra'ina, they said ra'ina. They tried insulting the Muslims and the Prophet ﷺ. Allah says, وَاللَّهُ ذُو الْفَضْلِ الْعَظِيمِ Allah is the possessor of great favor. Fadl, fadl is from the root letter spell dad lam, and fadl is what is extra, what is more. And what this means is a huge favor. Dhul fadlil azim means Allah has a lot that He gives, and He has even more that He can give. So when you see somebody enjoying a blessing, Realize that they have it. Why? Because of the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if Allah gave it to them, can He give it to me? Seriously, can Allah give it to me? Yes, He can. Because does He have more to give? Of course. You know, for example, if you get one packet of bounty, you know that chocolate bar? It has two pieces, right? So if a person eats one, and you know they have two friends, they say, well, I can only give the other piece to one of you. So you know what? I'll just give it to the person on my right. Now what's going to happen? The person on the left didn't get it. Why? Because there is no more. You understand? Because they ran out of the chocolate. They have no more. Just because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given a certain blessing to one person, it doesn't mean He has no more blessings to give. He has many more blessings to give. So when you see somebody enjoying something, what should you do? Ask Allah, Ya Rabb, can I have this too? I want this. Make dua for it. Wallahu dhul fadl al-azim. 